Alright everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Yolt, chief host of the show, and it's great to be back with none other than my co-host, Avira. Hello! Yeah, what's up guys? Hello, welcome back again. And yeah, Jolt, it is so nice to have you back as chief host of the show. I've been I've Heck been yeah. running the mills on tight deadlines and stuff, and it's just you know challenge after challenge. But you know, it's good to be back in the seat. Hey, buddy, life happens. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Next up, we have our in you know our permanent interim host and and ahead when I'm away, Noble. Laser cutting isn't as fun as it is in sci-fi. No. I imagine, you know, with hot lasers over there, you know, you'd basically destroy tons of shit. Well, no, you can't actually see a damn thing. That's the problem. There's no, like, light beams. Pew, pew! And then you just realize everything just gets, like, what? All you just see is things melt away or obliterate. That's it. Well, stuff. Next on the show, we have... No dragons, please. Hello, everybody. It's cold where I'm at. Hopefully you're not too cold, though. Dude, it's friggin' windy as heck down here, and I've had a miserable week because it's been nonstop rain. Like, I was just told by my weather that it's got, we're going to get a month's worth of rain in a week. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, the miserableness spread to my work, so. <laughs> that really does not sound fun indeed. But, alas, what can I say about Colorado weather that hasn't been said? <laughs> Just wait 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. Blizzard. Instant blizzard. All right. Last of all, we have Ali. Hey, sub fuckers. It's me. <laughs> Good to have you on again. Yeah, I'm glad to be on. All right. So, starting the show off, no dragons. I hear you've been you've been out on adventure of your own. Oh yeah, I went to the Denver Fan Expo um, a couple weeks ago. Wait, and... I thought. I, wait, wait. Sorry for interrupting, but I thought that was impossible because of everything that's been happening revolving COVID. I, you know, they they made it happen. I was not expecting it to be the greatest, but it was actually pretty good. You know, a lot better than I was expecting. Oh, wow. Nice. So what, what actually is this? Is it more like a, like a Comic-Con type of situation? Yeah, so it's essentially because, you know, it used to be called the Denver Comic-Con, and then they got sued, so then they made it the Pop Culture Con, and then during during the crazy thing of, of the virus that should not be named, um, it, Pop Culture Con got bought out by a company, and so now they call it the Fan Expo. Oh, wow, okay. So h- how big of an event is this? Like, was there a couple hundred people, close to a thousand, and like... So, yeah, there was about... There was... Mm, I would say probably the big day, there was maybe like 10,000 people. Whoa! Damn! Okay. Yeah, it's, more, it's way more than I thought. 
it's usually one of the uh, biggest events in Denver, usually in the summer. However, because of everything that's been going on, it got pushed to the weekend of Halloween, which right. kind of made it cool because people, I feel like a lot of people showed up in costume that wouldn't have otherwise because they're like, oh, I could just wear my Halloween costume there. That's, that's, that's a, a good point, win, man. That's and a totally. double win. Yeah. Wow. So there was like cosplays, merchandise, um, Halloween costumes. And then they have panels where you can go in and learn about stuff. And I went to a paranormal panel because I like the spooky stuff. Hell yeah, bro. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and I'm looking forward to next year because hopefully everything that's going on now is way behind us. And so they did require you ha to have to wear a mask, which is... Kind of whatever I probably would have with that many people anyway, but you know. Yeah, no, that that that, that makes sense. Speaking of masks, I hear you know. Did you take? You took part in a cosplay of your own, didn't you? I did. I uh, I got a Squid Game mask, and I was trying to do, and I bought a cape at a place called. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Dude, epic. So oh, I bought a cape nice. at a place called Wizard Wizard's Chest, which is a local costumery shop that kind of goes all year. And I kind of gave up the Squid Games mask because just wearing a regular mask and then the Squid Game mask, I was like, this is awful. So then I just kind of stuck as uh, as Jon Snow because people thought I was Jon Snow anyway. So. <laughs> Well, dude, this getup looks pretty freaking badass. How yeah. heavy was that coat? It looks pretty damn heavy. Oh, it is <clears throat> quite heavy. <laughs> yeah. Every time I took it off, I felt like uh, Goku when he removes the weights from his ankles or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Rock, I guess Rock Lee does that in Naruto as well. But yeah, any of the like anime protagonists being like, okay, I'm just going to take these ankle weights off now. You and totally nailed it. Achieved. Yeah, and it's like next level achieved. Yeah. It was it was fun. There was a lot of a. There was actually less Squid Game type stuff than I would have expected given its popularity, but maybe it was just too close to the time that the con was actually happening for anyone to put together a Squid Game thing. Fair enough. Okay. So was this like your first time at this con or like, have you been there before? Oh no, I've, this is like my fourth or fifth year that I've gone. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of a regular thing now. They had celebrities, but I didn't meet any of them because none of them were that appealing. <laughs> they had, they, well, I mean, so they had like the voice of Squidward. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't want to meet the voice of Squidward. And then they had several other... There was a lot of animation like voice actors there this time around, which was kind of cool. Oh, very nice. Did you see any furries there? Or, like, have you ever seen furries there before? Oh, I have. Um, there was one. There was only one. <clears throat> 
And uh, normally I see, uh, I would say probably a couple dozen furries at this convention, but I guess, I don't know. Oh, maybe wow, okay. Was, yeah, maybe because it was close to Denver that they didn't want to go because they're like, well, I already went to a con. Because mm. it was like only a month away from Denver, right? So, Well, um, a month? Um, I don't know. When, when was I Denver? I think it was in the summer. It was a couple, might have been August, I think. I feel like, okay, maybe it was a couple of months, but I feel like it wasn't that long ago. And of course, like not not all furries are fans of this particular type of thing. Like that makes sense too, right? Like I, like I I've never been to a comic con. I only ever really go to furry cons, like ever. So <laughs> that makes sense. But hey, it's super cool. You actually got this uh, season furries there too. Yeah, like I said, not not as many as I usually do this year. Um, like I said, usually I see a couple dozen. This year, I think I only saw one. But I mean, the the first suit that I did see was like it had to be super expensive. I was like, okay, this is really impressive. It had to, right? I mean, it had to be. It looked, yeah. it, the material looked good, and it, was it wasn't like a one full of the ones with, suit the with like a moving jaw and like lights and all kinds of crazy nonsense. They didn't. They didn't have the moving jaw, but they did have like the the light up eyes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but it's great, you know, all in all, you know, it's great that yeah, you got to have a chance to get out there and, you know, and kind of live life the way it was back when before this shit all ever happened. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was a very fun weekend and I wish that there was more of them, but you know, um, I would also did go. People, um, wear the face masks on top of their regular cosplays and did that kind of ruin the aesthetic a bit? No, some people actually got super creative with the face mask. Like there was a bunch of Mortal Kombat people there because, like you know, you can you can cosplay as Jade or or Katana or Katana or whatever her name is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, like their face masks, they had like teeth or something pretty wild looking. Yeah, something like that was incorporated, incorporated in the into the costume already. Yeah. So they 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 incorporated it into their costumes so like cool. they made their I, I could tell they made their costumes and then like the face mask just got integrated into it yeah like if you just wore a, you know a plain old face mask that's on top of your cosplay it's just kind of like gonna ruin the aesthetic yeah I think they uh, they must have like bought um, one color face mask and then just Painted or did something on top of them. Yeah. I wonder if it was direct to garment printing. Hmm. Could do. No, no. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, again, could do that, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. damn, that does sound pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, it was lots of fun. And like I said, it was better than I was expecting. I was kind of expecting a blowout. <laughs> I mean, 10,000 people, that's, that's impressive. That's uh, that's still, like, 
smaller than it usually is. Like, 10,000 people is usually the minimum. And I think the biggest one that I've ever been to had 30,000 on the peak day. Like, the the day that everyone wants to go. Yeah, like, probably Saturday, right? Like, that's, like, the hype day. Yeah, like, Saturday at, like, we'll say 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, it's usually Yeah, peak. yeah. And then, and I think the biggest what I've ever been to was 30,000. All right, cool. Yeah, and again, you know, it's great that they were able to... <laughs> oh, live comment, interesting. Jay Silverwolf. What? No, I won't dislike this video. Actually, no. I actually, I command you to do so because we're gonna. There will be a point in time where everything is going to make sense. Oh yes, it will. Trust me. Trust me, it will. And if you want to dislike this video, I highly recommend. Well, we'll talk about that when the time comes. All right. Yes. But, um, well, let's just say for now, you know, listen yeah. in, and we will connect all the dots for you. Yes. Now, um, actually, um, no dragons. Ten thousand attendees. I believe that was. It was either ten or up to twelve thousand, I think, at MFF was like the largest furry convention that I've ever seen. I was at Anthrocon not last year, but the year before. We had around nine thousand. I, th I think we almost broke ten thousand. It was a really big con, like for furries, you know. Yeah. But there's a, there's another convention happening, MFF, pretty soon, and uh, <laughs> they 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 happen to. Uh, I guess, like, jump on some current trends, I guess you would say. So let's look into what they're doing. Uh, I would say, you know, as a general rule of thumb, um, just as a, as a segue, um, Comic-Cons tend to draw in bigger crowds because, again, broader appeal and, you know, mass marketing and so forth, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. And so, you know, furries tend not... You know, they're very specific niche community... I say niche loosely, but still. Um, speaking of Midwest Fur Fest, we're going to move segue into this segment here because you'll never guess what they did and the symbolism that's involved in it. Here's what they did. Midwest Fur Fest. Do you struggle with starting conversations and or big crowds? These new for 2021... Optional badges can be attached to your regular con badge to help express your communication preferences quickly and non-verbally. We adapted these from guidelines provided by at or self-advocacy, that is Autistic Self-Advocacy Network, which oh, is a non-profit run by and for autistic people. Okay. Now, so, for those of you who can't uh, see this, if you're just like listening, we have three badges. We have the green, which is a circle. It says, come talk to me. A person wearing a green badge is actively seeking interaction. They may have trouble initiating conversations, but it's okay to come up and start a conversation with them. Okay. We have badge number two, the yellow triangle. It says, do I know you? A person wearing a yellow badge only wants to talk to people they recognize, unless you've met this person face to face before. Please don't start a conversation with them. If they start talking to you, you're welcome to talk back with them. And then we have the red square. Not right now, it says. 
A person wearing a red badge does not want anyone to talk to them. They may approach others to talk, in which case it's okay to respond. Unless you have been told otherwise, please do not start interacting with them. So, uh, why did they why did they choose the Squid Game symbols? Exactly. Ex- look at the comments on this post, by the way. Everyone's saying this is a fucking Squid Games knockoff. Like, what is this? I, I yes. even got into a fight with someone on Twitter, and they said, how dare you make fun of my social anxiety? I'm like, bitch, please. Really? <laughs> Why do you have to wear your fucking Squid Game badges on? Like, what are you doing? So, Let's scroll down this Twitter and see what some people have said about it. How many Squid Game references can we find? Oh, post one. number one. There you go. Yes. <laughs> took uh, took absolutely no time at all. Yes. yes exactly literally the right. first post. The Squid Game. Squid- <laughs> nice Squid Game reference. Two. <laughs> there you go. I'm on there somewhere, too, unless they deleted my post, probably. Well, we're not going to go through all of them. Free! <laughs> Look at this shit! Okay, so that guy has a red square. Obviously, we don't want to talk to him. Because yeah. he doesn't want to talk to us. Alright, four. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Right, I can't we even. We could keep going on and on and on and on throughout this forever. But I, think, hilarious. I think it's funny that in the future, that will always be known as the Squid Game symbols and not the PlayStation button symbols. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, literally, like they fucking knocked off the the PlayStation controller. Unfortunately, they don't have a fourth person, like the X, like the purple X. They don't have that oh, yet. Did you have you not heard that? So there's an interview with the creator where they asked uh, <laughs> why he chose. The square, the circle, and the triangle, but not the X if he likes PlayStation so much. Yeah, yeah, and okay. Said, and he said every console has an X, and I only play PlayStation. So he didn't put the X on purpose. <laughs> what? <laughs> bro, oh my God, that's awesome. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. And I guess MFF is getting on this, this, uh, Communications thing. It's you could argue that it's for the sake of um, accessibility. You know, they they look. You could argue that it's you know looking out for the people who are who has who suffer from social anxiety and what have you. I guess so, but if you really do have to feel the need to wear a badge that says "Please don't talk to me," then why in the fuck are you at a furcon to begin with? All I can say is. Sorry, really? I'm smelling a uh, ripoff here in a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Plus, Sony like if you're in pursuit, you know how difficult it is to even like read badges like through the eye holes. Like it's fucking hard. Actually, they should just wear masks with the fingers. Oh wait, don't oh. give them a gun, especially not with the triangles. Oh wait, color satchels. They're easy <laughs> to spot. Oh. Oh. Okay, I'm confused. Like, did did y'all did did y'all say like it was the badges were made for like autistic people or for fursuiters? I can't remember. Which um, one. no, well, it's that, made... that's that's kind of what what they're going for. It's about people that have like social anxiety and like when you're at a furcon, for, like for example, you know, a lot of people want to come up to you and like say hi, you know, be social and stuff. And so th- this badges is, is their way of saying, well. 
sure, I'm open to conversation, or maybe I'm not, or maybe please leave me alone. You know, it's kind of stuff like that, which I find kind of redundant, honestly. Like, if you're at a FurCon and you don't want to talk to people, then, then don't go out in public places, you know, in your cosplay or fursuit or whatever. Like, just, I feel like this is just kind of silly. It's kind of pandering to people that yeah. wear these, and, like, no one's really going to care. Yeah. Right. Like, if I see my buddy at a FurCon, and he's wearing the red square badge, you know, please don't talk to me. I'd be like, yo, what's up, man? Like, how you doing? Like, I'll come and say hi to you. I, I don't know. Yeah, and it's not like you can just go over and, like, at any moment, like, you know where the badge is. You know this person has this red badge. Like, what if you, you know... What if it's behind one of their other fursuit badges? Exactly. And, like, you're, you're right, in your right. fursuit, you don't even see it. Or, you know, you, yeah. or you see this person from behind and, like, you know, you, you, you scream out and say, hey, yeah. can't see their I, badge I just, that view. Yeah, I, I just like it for the meme because of the whole Squid Game situation and the fact that this came out, like, just recently... After the whole hype of Squid Game, it kind of just makes sense that we can just laugh at this. Yeah. So, uh, so here's the question: I see there's yeah. badges for not talking. What about badges for snuggling? <laughs> oh, I, I think that would be the one before green, which would probably be blue, and that would be "Please snuggle me, Daddy." I think that's yes. blue. We finally have the X. Be... Oh, yes. the, oh, the X would be purple, and that would be the "Yif me, Daddy." See, there's a whole different spectrum of this. I'll be I'll be wearing both the blue and purple one. Well, there you go. <laughs> Snuggle and yiff me. Yeah, of course, absolutely. And then, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> the only color of the rainbow I'm forgetting is orange, which there should be an orange, obviously, in between oh yellow god. and red. But that would just be like a mean one. So, nah, I'm not mean. Whatever. I mean, what orange mean? <laughs> I don't know. It would probably mean something like, can I talk to you? Sure, but no. Like, it'd be some weird shit. But yeah, yeah definitely the blue and purple. That's like on the opposite, like the left side of the color spectrum. Yeah, they'd be totally uh, into that. <laughs> Dude, what if you went to MFF with like your own little badge of like the X uh, symbol that just says Yif me, daddy? <laughs> like, like, what if someone did that shit? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, the X symbol really should be used for don't approach me. I mean, you well, yeah. Okay, maybe it would be purple like XXX. Uh, That's Avira, alcohol. Avira, I think, we t I think that it goes into a realm that we uh, are not allowed to discuss on YouTube. The triple uh, X. Yeah, yeah, YouTube has been oh. getting pretty freaking wild. <laughs> oh yeah. What's up with this black screen, Jules? Nope. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, the net bugged out. Oh, <laughs> All yeah. right. All right. So, in that case, though, would you still go to Midwest Fest, Midsis? And if so, what badge will you be wearing, or not at all? Or are you going to bring a Squid Game reference? Well, I, I know for a fact that I can't go to MFF because I have work. Unfortunately, I'm kind of like locked in my schedule. But if I were to go, I would. If I were to be all that bonkers and like get myself a freaking badge it'd probably just be like the green one 
because I like talking to anybody and making friends and stuff. Like, you know, I don't care. It'd yeah. probably be the green one. Or yeah. nothing. I feel like we need the uwu badge. <laughs> oh, yeah. At that point, we need we need to have another color of the rainbow. Let's um, make it pink or something. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> or magenta. Yep. Pink or yes. magenta. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. What about yeah. white? <laughs> yeah, sure. White, brown, whatever. Yeah. They're only, they're only using three colors. You know, green, mm. yellow, and red, which is like the traffic light colors. I'm sure yeah. Mighty White. Mighty Red would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, if, if I had to choose, I would choose the green one as well. But honestly, I may, I, I may plan on making the blue and purple one for myself <laughs> for free for all. <laughs> yeah, yes, me, Daddy. Actually, if uh, if Marty was here, he would basically he'd, he'd be flashing red all the time. And says, "Don't talk to me! Don't talk to me! Don't talk to me!" Until you said he, until you get no, the I, red. I don't know, things. man. I I feel like he would buy all three and like staple them together and make it look like a traffic light and be like, "Yeah, this is it, bitch." <laughs> Mighty in his fucking traffic light fetish. Hell yeah. Yeah, he'd totally rock it, man. I think he would. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now comment, <laughs> Howlet Fang. It, the big bat Howlet's in the house. Yes, you are. Good to see you listening in. <laughs> hey, Howlet. Whizzle my nizzle, my nizzle. Oh, shizzle. Skippity doopity dog, bro. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we are going to get to the part where this video, and why we've titled it to dislike this video, is going to make sense to you, viewers and listeners. YouTube is removing the dislike count on all videos across its platform. Now, this is rather scary. Now, the, what they say is that they're going to... Well, YouTube today announced its decision to make the dislike count on videos private across its platform. The decision is likely to be controversial given the extent that it impacts the public's visibility to a video's reception. But YouTube believes the change will better protect its creators from harassment and reduce the threat of what it calls dislike attacks, essentially when a group teams up to drive up the number of dislikes on a video. Now here's the thing. When you hit a video, like when you click on a video on YouTube, right? You look at the dislike to like ratio. And if you see it has like a 90 plus percent dislike ratio, chances are most people don't like what they're seeing and you're not going to waste your time watching a video that has such a negative reception. It's not about protecting small creators. In fact, it's more about protecting corporations and the government. I'm not sure if you guys realize <laughs> the it, but current did, videos but of the White House know, circa 2021. Right. Did you know that the one of the most top disliked videos ever has 19 million plus dislikes? And that's YouTube 2018 YouTube Rewind with Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. No one likes their woke propaganda. No one likes that shit. Bro, look at the WhiteHouse.gov. The White House's YouTube channel. They have like 99% dislikes. No one likes that shit. They don't. Nobody likes the mainstream media. This is not about protecting small creators. Bullshit. 
In fact, this this helps small creators having the dislike button because if you see if your content is not doing well and like your audience responds negatively to it, okay, that's also interaction, which is a plus for your algorithm regardless. But it also shows people that if they don't like what you're doing, maybe you can correct your mistakes, right? Like that helps smaller YouTuber channels. So Anyways, I do want to I, I do want to point this out as a creator reviewer. You still have access to that information. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's just it's just the public that won't know how disliked your video is. But right. but, but that's a problem because that's going to skew it. Well, yeah, possibly. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, if people are, uh, you know, still using the dislike button like they're supposed to, then you'll find out through your analytics that, like, oh, okay, people don't like this one. Right, yeah. I, that, uh, I believe uh, a YouTuber named The Quartering did a very good video about this, explaining how when he makes a mistake or his content doesn't do as well as he'd like, and he sees a disproportionate amount of dislike, then he's going to change his opinion and do that based on, like, audience reception. Right? Like, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a good indicator of feedback in, you know, where we're gauging, you know, what are you doing, what are you doing that's not working as well as you'd like it to, and what's really missing. Yeah? So I, the, I, like the, I like the dislike button. So what I'm going to miss from, from not being able to publicly see the dislike button is I won't be able to find out if it's a pyramid scheme until halfway through the video now, as opposed to in the first five seconds by looking at the dislikes. So, something else is that a number of YouTube channels, when they talk about, say, for instance, a new Disney film and how bad it is, mm-hmm. or some other, like, great movie that's come out and it's got this really high... I believe Disney may have been part of the group that forced this to occur, purely because of the number of dislikes. I think it might be worse than that. I think it's more of like mainstream media too. Like whenever you try to look up like a main story or whatever on YouTube, you're going to find YouTube pushes Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, you know, all these mainstream media outlets, not individual creators. And what you find is on a lot of these mainstream media platforms, you know, the legacy media, the bullshit media, you find a vast majority of dislikes. Like people don't like their propaganda that they're spewing. They just don't. So I feel like this is a way to kind of crush smaller creators as well. People that do have higher likes. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, but when I find that sort of stuff's been peddled towards me, I just right-click on the video and go, don't show content from this creator again. And it generally seems to work. Or I'll just dislike it because I don't. Yeah, after a couple of months, it'll just sort of start swinging back in. You'll see a video here and there will be a like, fuck you, go away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, for now, I'm not sure, like, what it's like on your end, but uh, I-, I can still see the likes and dislike ratio on my end. So yeah. I don't think that YouTube so- has fully rolled it out yet. I don't think it's fully rolled out because from my creator account, I can still see dislikes on public videos. But 
for some reason on my personal account, I can't I I can't see dislikes anymore. Wow, that that's very strange cuz I'm looking at our current stream right now. We have 9 likes and 2 dislikes. That that's what it says for now. So I'm really wondering like when is this going to be completely flat out rolled out? Hmm. It's a matter of time, isn't it though? I think it's going to be very soon. Like Twitter did this too in a sad attempt to like stop cyberbullying. That's what they all claim, you know, uh, to reduce the attacks of targeted harassment and so forth. Yeah, that's not true. They they just don't want the public to see what people's actual opinions of certain things actually are. So (laughs) I almost feel like this is going to make targeted harassment worse, though, because, you know, if people do dislike bombs, it's kind of whatever. But now people, you know will think that you're not going to see the dislike, and so they'll just type a mean comment instead. I feel like that's almost worse for, you know, that harassment. Or I, than... I, yeah, it would be. That, or I feel like it's also going to reinvigorate the whole era of clickbait. You know, because, like, people, you know, when you see a clickbaity title video, like the thumbnail or whatever, whatever it's titled, you click on it, and then you realize, oh shit, it has like 95% dislikes, you know, like 4,000 people disliked it, only like 41 liked it, so okay, you're not going to watch that, you're not going to waste your time, but now, people can just make these clickbaity titles, and you don't even know what the hell it is, until like, you watch the whole thing, after it's done. Sometimes, I like to sit there, and if I find a video with a shit ton of dislikes, I'll sit there and watch it. Just sometimes to I will see do. Yeah. So wrong. No, yeah, exactly. Sometimes I will too, like, you know, like just to see what it's all about. But but for the most part, like, you know, the people have spoken. And if something's really not looking good and and if it's obvious clickbait, then you know it's just some propaganda bullshit or someone just reaching or trying to, you know, milk the algorithm or some shit like that. I do love how the Eternals ended up, though, in uh, public eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone hates the Eternals. Everyone hates that bullshit. And if you look on YouTube, of course, the ratio is clearly people don't like that shit. But now they're going to get rid of the dislike. And so what? Now people aren't going to really know about that? Who, who does that help? I guess it helps Marvel, right? Like, but it doesn't oh, that's really Disney help doing it. Disney owns Marvel. Whatever. Still, um, <laughs> oh, a couple of other little live comments too. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, Luxray. Thanks for tuning in. Um, now, people's comment sections will be flooded with dislike. Yeah, <laughs> I was idea. proposing that actually. I was saying we should do like the asterisk. Capital letters, dislike, asterisk. If you dislike a video and comments are still allowed there and you dislike the video, let's flood it with that shit. All right? If you dislike it, just just say dislike. So I I saw a funny funny meme in, uh, like, the YouTube subreddit. Or not a funny meme, but a funny comment where someone said, man, I can't wait for all the videos that that have comments pinned to the top that say dislike the or like this comment to show that you dislike this video. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. 
or l like our title episode is, you know, dislike this video. Hey, if you still have the option, please do By dislike this video if you like yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it helps our algorithm of, regardless. You know, hey, hey, Lux Ray. <laughs> I'm sorry, fellas. I disliked it for the meme. Look. Hey, you have nothing thank to you. apologize for. No, exactly. no. Thank you for the interaction. Dislike all the way, man, while you still have the freedom to do so. I mean, you'll still have the freedom to dislike. You just won't be able to see the public dislikes. Yeah, but people should. That's what I'm saying. I ah. disliked it on purpose, too. <laughs> yeah! Nice. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go back when I'm not, you know, in the show, and then I'll dislike it on purpose as well. Dude, honestly, like likes and dislikes are the same when it comes to like interaction. When it comes to the algorithm, comments are a whole different thing too, and like sharing it and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like likes and dislike ratio actually does tell the creators like what they're doing well or not, and it also tells the audience or like people that are watching the videos if it's something worth watching or if it's something they would like or not, and like what most people what their opinion is. I think it's an important thing to have. And YouTube is making a big mistake with this. I think there's going to be a... You're going to see this in the next week or so. There's going to be a fuck ton of videos about, like, major YouTube content creators talking about this and how they don't like it. <laughs> how they oh, dislike I, it. No pun intended. I think I think they uh, already have started. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure they have. But no, I mean, no one cares about the creators. As long as the cor as long as big daddy corporations that pay millions of dollars in ads are happy. <laughs> yeah, but but in, but in doing this, this is a bad decision. It's not going to bode well. I'm not going to lie. Every ever since Susan became CEO, YouTube's just got like been this constant down spiral. <laughs> it, dude, it has. It really has. Remember back in the day, they used to have like the, the five star rating system. Remember that shit. I remember when you used to be able to do video responses to people, like actual video responses. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. What Tumblr. happened to that? Oh, my goodness gracious. These companies don't know what's up. Well, again, either you don't, you know, they'll listen or you don't interrupt them as they're making a mistake. Yeah. So, you know, they've got to choose. Keep going down this road or listen to people. Well, if they keep going down this road, I just have to make sure I've got a good supply of marshmallows. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn, guys. J just so you know, um, currently our, our chat is at, well, our live stream on YouTube is at eight likes and eight dislikes. Oh, <laughs> bring it on, bro. Bring it on. <laughs> we need more dislikes. Fuck yeah. No. yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Knife comment, Panda the Man says, next they're going to take the U out of YouTube. Tube. You're right. Do you remember when YouTube's slogan used to be broadcast yourself? Now it's all about broadcasting the mainstream media. Now, and and yeah, it's like it's just going to be a TV, like it says. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. YouTube TV. Well, yeah, now you have to pay the, to watch movies on um, YouTube. How fucking lame. Yeah. All right. So, next um, item. Go on. Sorry, I'm just checking YouTube out on my other account, and for some reason I can still see the dislike button. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah same. I, yeah, I can still yeah see it's not too. it's not but, fully rolled out. Like I said, only my personal account can't see dislikes. My creator account, I can see dislikes on everyone's videos still. 
Yeah, but your other account, you can't see it, right? Like, anywhere? Yeah, like, my personal account, like, if I go to any videos, I'm like, okay, well, it's rolled out on my personal account before my creator account for some reason, but whatever. Wow, that's strange. So, the next item that we've got is a return of a favorite. And I know it's a favorite of our kind. It's a furry favorite. It is the return of Zootopia. Go back to the fast-paced mammal metropolis of Zootopia in Zootopia Plus, a new short-form series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Hashtag Disney Plus Day. Man, how many pluses can you count in that sentence alone? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> too Disney. many. Too many pluses. Any, any more pluses than you're going to have to go get a test. <laughs> oh. So here we have Disney Plus um, looking into a new Zootopia series. And it it's looks like we have uh, Judy Hopp's parents. Um what the hell is her name? The the mafia boss's daughter. We got the That's weasel true. who looks like some Lucky Charms type of dude, <laughs> and all yep. kinds of shenanigans going on. This looks we really got a, fun. We got an imitation Statue of Liberty at the back, and we have the oh. cop. You know, we have the you know the big fat cop cheetah. You know, Clawhauser, and of course uh, the Buffalo Police Chief, who who both are fans of Gazelle, as we know. And then I... you have the the slots at a diner. <laughs> That's right. I'm wondering whether or not they should have just done like a couple of mini series or a proper sort of cartoon instead of like these shorts that they want to make. Dude, I'm surprised that Zootopia Two didn't come out earlier. Honestly. Like, it was so successful. They made over a billion dollars in, like, their first year. Like, that's incredible. It might have had something to do with all the fairy porn of a certain bunny. Or, or a certain fox. Or... Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> or Nick. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. The fox as well. He was, um... Yeah, he got a lot of credit. Oh, and you know what, though? <laughs> And, you know, it didn't help when, you know, Gazelle's dancers were just, like, were basically bait. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, okay. All right. But but let's be real. Like, the, them tigers, though. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Hello? Hello? What's this? Um, next thing up, uh, Jada Silverwolf. <laughs> Cheetah Cop turns gay. WTH. Um, I'm pretty know. sure he always was. Yeah, it, it looks like in this one he's he's trying to bring back the eighties. Yeah, yeah. I think the cheetah was always mega gay. Yeah, Chief Bogo's having none of it. He's like, "Oh my goodness, why am I here?" <sighs> yeah, interesting themes all around though. Like we've got, and what we're looking at, you know, it's a short form series. So what what are we expecting here? What do you think? Like. 10-minute snippets, or like 10-minute mini-episodes, or what are we thinking? Yeah, yeah they'll, well, probably, they'll probably do 10-minute episodes or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, I think I so. I think so. 
I feel like it's probably not going to focus on Nick and Judy and like their police adventures. It probably is going to be more of like fleshed out of like the characters in the city. Like I bet- from from what they showed of like, you know, Judy's parents, you know, like what are they doing? What's up with Chief Bogo and like Zootopia Police Department and other characters too, you know, like <clears throat> uh, the, the Weasel, Weaselton. It's Weaselton or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, it'd be fun to have like some different episodes, like focusing like on their lives, like what they're doing in the city. Do you think they're gonna try and do this whole like the last episode? They'll try and put all the stories together. Oh yeah, that'd be a good idea. Um, maybe. I think there's a lot that can be explored about Zootopia. There really is, you know. They've got some great world building that they've used, and you know. We could like we'd love to see another side of it. Yeah, totally. Just yeah. uh, don't ask about the things, the meat or like elements from B stars. <laughs> it doesn't get that dark. Yeah, but I think overall, though, now here's the next hurdle: is that. Because it's on Disney Plus and you do have to subscribe to it, um, is this something that you'd be? It's worth you know getting a Disney Plus subscription just for the sake of getting more Zootopia. Do you think? I mean, they, Disney actually has a special right now where you can at least get a month for two ninety nine. I wonder how long that'll be. I see. I I, I don't know. Because when it comes to Disney Plus, I wouldn't just get it for the Zootopia series. I would get it for other things like Zootopia, Lion yeah. King, or uh, Toy Story, or like other kind of you know classic movies and or series. They have Fox Lilo and the Hound Stitch, of course. Yeah, Fox and the Hound, of course. Or e- even Rivera. like the classics, you know, like Snow White. So I would, I, I, I don't have Disney Plus right now, but if if this series is successful, I might consider subscribing to it. With everything Just to that get that Disney, plus more. With everything that Disney has been doing, there is absolutely no reason for me to get Disney Plus. I'm sorry. I know, like th- that's my <laughs> thoughts too. Like that's why I don't have it yet. If I want something, I just go into iTunes and I buy it, or I get it a physical copy. That's how I show support. Unfortunately. Right. You don't see that sort of shit. And there's a movie coming up soon that I'll be buying a ticket and I'll be waving it around saying, well, as long as the movie's good. And if it ends up sucking, you're going to be like, yeah, this was a waste of money. And don't worry about it ever again. If this like series does have yeah. a physical copy, yeah, totally going to buy that. But I don't think it's worth buying a Disney Plus account. I really don't think so. Like I can always watch Lion King like whenever I want. I can always watch it. Like I have them on physical media. I have um the, the VHS and the DVDs and shit. Yeah, I've right. been hunting for the VHSs for a while. And you know, yeah. and speaking of that though, I'm still waiting for things like you know like box sets. You know, I want I would totally get Zootopia Plus if it came in a box set. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I. I have no idea if they'll ever do it, though. I mean, for a while, they used to put Netflix shows in box sets, and then they stopped doing that. Exactly, which is why, same story, too. Like, I would only watch the Beastars anime if it came in a box set. 
But you mean you don't want you don't want to fawn over the the rabbit? <laughs> oh, I already have, dude. It's called having the the paper. The <laughs> and I'm still gonna collect some more volumes of it. Very nice. Yeah. Don't you don't you know Uwu Rabbit is what makes Le- Legacy go God mode? Oh my god. Now I'm actually have to go pick up a couple of extra volumes now at the bookstore now that you mention it. I'm actually on volume eight. Um I've i I'm actually you know, I've got eight volumes at my place, so Wow, what complete furry trash you are. (laughs) (laughs) You do know, I do love collecting me some good furry books. I mean, true. I can't can't bash on you for it because I'm furry trash too. We all are. (laughs) Yeah, but who collects, you know, physical literature these days? I know I do. Does I... uh, Beast Stars have like a DVD set that they're selling, or is it only digital? It's still only Netflix, I think. Ah, oh, damn! They don't have a, a DVD thing. Yeah, I don't think I don't think stream media like they used to do physical copies of stuff, and I think they just stopped it because probably they weren't making much money off the physical copies. Because again, who wants to rewatch a Netflix show when it's on Netflix already? Yeah. I mean, I would buy the DVD for sure. It's like, you know, just to have it. Yeah. I totally would. But, like, yeah, let's but... say, God forbid, like, you you, um, you downloaded, like, all these movies and shows, and then you forgot to, like, make your monthly payment, and then all your favorite movies and shows are just gone. Like, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's one of the main downsides of having, like, non-physical copies, because, like, you don't, you don't actually own it. You're only like renting it, basically. Yeah, like, like I do wanna, I I do wanna like get a subscription to see Zootopia Plus, but I'm not going to because I just feel like it's not worth it to me. I probably won't do it either unless I find out like if it's a good series worth watching. And of course, one of the reasons to figure that out is if you uh, look at some YouTube reviews and see how many likes and dislikes it has. But right. if we can't and figure that out, then the holy thing. shit, what are you going to do? Yes. And here's the other thing, too, you know, with Disney under control of Zootopia at the moment, you know, my confidence is kind of shaky about what they did six years ago, five, six years ago, compared to what they're going to do now. I got to say, like, if I just put Luke Skywalker in there to bum up the ratings. <laughs> no, nah, man, like, I got to say, like, the, the first Zootopia, they really. They really nailed it. I mean, that was a great movie. Yes, some of the messages were, like, on the nose, but I really didn't mind it. Like, when it came to the animation, the writing, the characters, the music, it was just a fucking masterpiece. It really was. Like, I love Zootopia. Maybe I sound like very trash, but I don't care. It was great. So, you know why it was so good, Avera? Was because the message was rooted in the story and not, you know, just shoved in your face. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It totally was. Like, it was just ingrained in the culture, and it was so believable, too. Like, it was really top-notch writing, I would say. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Like- but nowadays, nowadays we have to shove the, the propaganda message right in your face mm. because we think you're stupid and you didn't get it just by watching the story. 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, and like speaking of Zootopia, I don't know if you guys notice or know about this or not, but before they made this storyline of the Zootopia movie, they actually had a different one that had to do with shock collars. Yes, yes, I, I did see that. Oh my dude, oh that was sad. Yeah. That was so sad. Yeah, it was, it was like a lot darker too. But that was the one where um where Nick Wilde wanted to create his own like amusement park, right? Yeah, and like it was mainly on him instead of Judy on that version, and I felt like they changed it because of how dark it was, which I can understand. Did you see that scene, like that partially animated scene where he went to like this uh, this collar party of like a, the polar bear? Yeah, that was yeah. So like sad. they put the collar on him, it was green, and then he got too happy. Then it turned yellow and it, it shocked him. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was fucking sad. All right. So, um, aside from all of that, though, um, what you still, you know, you still hyped or, you know, or you still want more Zootopia or not? I got B stars is everything I need. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll watch it. I mean it's I have a Disney Plus subscription, so Fair enough. Okay. Let okay. us know how it goes. Um I, I don't have a Disney Plus subscription. But like if this series turns out to be good and that's the only way I can actually watch it, I might get it for like one month, like just to see hopefully I can get one of those like thirty day free trials. And I'll pretty um, much like just use it to like watch that show. <laughs> so uh, that what about you, Ali? Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna get the subscription because of Zootopia Plus at all. Like, I'm, I'll just watch like the short clips that they might put on YouTube, like of sneak peeks and all that. But, like, yeah, I'm just not gonna buy the subscription just to watch Zootopia Plus. Like. That's just ridiculous to me. I bet I can I can nail down Noble's answer with just one word. Go ahead. Torrents. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. So <laughs> I know I'm uh I personally am gonna be running a little bit tight with everything that's has happening in my life. So I think that is it, you know. We'll kind of call it there for today, and wow, it's been crazy this week, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really has. What with everything else that's just happening, there were quite a lot of things I wanted to, you know, go over through, but, you know, constraints and choices being what it is. So, um, who'd like to close up for this week? Who'd like to make a closing statement? No dragons, how about you? Sure, I'll do it. Uh, make sure you go spam all those multi-level um, marketing videos with dislike this comment to show... Or no, like this comment to show a dis that you dislike the video. Those have to be everywhere now. Nice. Right. Um, who's up next? Allie? Um, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, um, one, no, no dragons. I really liked your 
um, cosplay. It was very good. Um, two, like like I said before, I'm not going to buy a subscription for Zootopia Plus. I just think that's ridiculous. And three, the the removing dislike parts is just ridiculous as well. But like, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. All right. Um, Noble. I can't wait for Microsoft to require you to prove your gender identity before you can log into Windows. (laughs) 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 This person is not as he says he is. He is not a he, or this person is not a this. My gender denied. My gender is a my gender is an attack helicopter. (laughs) I swear, almost every damn week something comes out about bloody Microsoft, and it's like. I really should just switch to Linux. This is too much. My uh, my gender is biodegradable because I break down easily. <laughs> oh, but no, uh, under all seriousness, the amount of shit that runs in the back of Windows at the moment that you have to turn off if you want to like get reliable computing power, it, it's just insane. It's a complete waste of energy, especially since most of it you're not even going to use. All right. Now, Avira... Well, this was this was a fantastic week. I had no idea how many crazy ass stories we would be having. Um, YouTube, honestly, what are you doing? I- I'm going to make an effort to write dislike in the comments if I happen to dislike a video. I hope that catches on and it becomes a thing. Otherwise, um, no dragons. That was freaking awesome that you went to that con. And um, for all of our listeners, I hope you had a fan. Fantastic time listening to our episode as much as we did making it. And that's as all always. And you know, mm-hmm. again, I I do want to stress again: dislike this video, dislike it while you still can. Yes, yes, dislike this video, please. Show you us should how much go you dislike can. every single video on YouTube at this point. <laughs> right, while you still have the freedom to do that, please do give us all of your interaction. We we love it. All right. Now, um, as always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and more platforms further down the line. So you can actually dislike them wherever you go. For real. And this is us signing off for the week. Farewell. Until next time. Bye. Bye, everyone. We like rain. <laughs> <laughs>